Welcome back to Voice Over Voices. This is part two of my interview with the delightful, award-winning actor and voice artist, Sinead Curry. We left you on a little bit of a cliffhanger last time, so we pick up from where we left off, which is just as Sinead was about to talk about her role as Tiffany Hudson in The Haunting of Nancy Drew. We also do some quick-fire direction, in which we get sidetracked and talk about swearing, so heads up, we swear a little bit. Uh, We also do the nonsense poetry jam. We talk about social media and how to take a break from it sometimes. We decide we're a couple of fun weirdos. And you can also find out what it is that I dislike so much, I would rather pull out my eyelashes one by one than do. For reals. If you haven't already listened to part one, then you might want to do that now or not. Entirely up to you. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Anyway, on with the show. Later, I got Nancy Drew because I went to one last audition. Oh. Wanted to wear my fancy dress <laughs> to this one last audition, and then I got it. <laughs> By the way, you're, you're, I've, I've watched it, and I watched it a while oh, yeah. ago. I watched it when it came out, and I absolutely love you in it. But you, I mean, you start as a corpse, basically. <laughs> I do, yeah. So I did not expect <laughs> then, it to continue. <laughs> but then you, you get to find out who you are, and your character changes so much within. Mm you know, over the time. I mean, it's be- it's a beautiful performance, Sinead. It's just Aww. so stunning. It's, it's a beautifully written part. I can see why you would have loved it. It was so good. Just You don't expect that to see a corpse and then find out their backstory. Not <laughs> Yeah, it <laughs> Not, was also news yeah. to me. It was billed as like a one-off <laughs> scene in this pilot. Oh. That would not continue. And then she kept right. rising from the dead <laughs> yeah. in all of these flashbacks or at her own funeral or um, haunting someone. It was a fabulous experience to get yeah. to know the cast and crew was a real honor. And I, oh, as much as I sound like I'm longing, I cannot wait to be on a film set again. Oh yeah. boy, that's going to feel real good. So yeah. are there, um, are there, is there any auditions going on at the moment in, in Sydney for acting jobs in films and things, or is it just all voiceover work right now? Yeah, fortunately there are some productions starting up again. Um, not always in New South Wales, sometimes in the other states, border closures permitting. Mm-hmm. So it's fabulous to be auditioning for really great scripts. And I'm loving this trend of Australian um, states welcoming overseas productions with incentives so that they can come here and make content if they can't currently do it in their city, for example, if they're locked down. So, yeah, I think it's really helped us. um, I think film and TV production has the power to guide us out of the pandemic, out of lockdown times and help us to work on um, job creation and on, uh, you know, increasing New South Wales's potential as a hiring state. Um, yeah. Oh, I think film goodness. and TV is fascinating and it's so interesting to have seen it in another country and witness how differently people in Vancouver, regardless of their connection to the industry, will, uh, viewed film and TV. There's just production on every street. There are closures all the time. Um, people's homes are always used as film sets. And there's a really supportive community there because of the tax incentives that the BC government introduced in the 90s to bring um, foreign TV and film production to British Columbia. And so people in Vancouver just love film. They're like, oh, cool, filming's back. This is great for the economy. And what a nice and refreshing perspective that was. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? And that people, yeah. I, guess, I guess, are used to seeing 
film crews around all the time so it becomes I guess that hopefully it becomes kind of like a bit blasé they're not sort of like mm-hmm. well I'm gonna see who's there they're like Whatever. oh totally yeah yeah commonplace yeah. for yeah. sure I know they've been doing a lot of filmmaking in in Queensland but mm. it's, it's good to know that New South Wales is starting to pick up in that direction as well you never know yeah, it'll be exciting. Let's see what happens. Right, I'm going to put you through your paces now, okay. Sinead. Ready. Mm-hmm. Ready? All right. Um, so this is a thing called uh, quickfire direction. Mm-hmm. I am an insanely crazed director and I have no idea what I want. So I want you to give me this line in very many different ways. And I've just added a few accents to it because I Oh wow. I know that you... Uh, I know you can do them. So, <laughs> this is going to be fun. So, you see the, the one line there? I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just came to me last night. Stroke of genius, I think, in advertising copyright. Definitely. Don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good. <laughs> you had to say that. So, <laughs> if you would like to give me your standard, uh, well, if, the, if you have a standard Australian advertising tv slick tv advertising read mm-hmm. for this, and then we will mm-hmm. quick fire direct you. Okay, fam. Ocean breeze, a fragrant spider breeze, the beach without the bother. Slightly less emotion, please. Mm-hmm. Ocean breeze, a fragrant spider breeze, the beach without the bother. Can we have it uh, like a posh British? Oh, yes. Like, do you want an RP? I do want RP. That's exactly oh. what I want. Okay, fabulous. The tongue is the weapon. That's the way I get into the accent. I have to remember how terrifying they are when they use their tongue. Okay. Uh, Ocean breeze, a fragrance by debris, the beach without the bother. Oh, it sounds so good, British. Particularly the word bother. Bother is such a British word, isn't it? Bother. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. Okay. Now we're going to go to the other end. We want estuary now. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, cool. The one that I learned this week. Here you go, my skills. Ocean breeze, a fragrance by debris, the beach without the bother. Love it. Love it. <laughs> now, Welsh. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, no. I, finally, you were video calling. You could see the weird shapes I have to pull to do these <laughs> accents with my face and my hands. My hands have to be involved. <laughs> oh, excellent. Um, ocean breeze. Oh, no. I've got into Scottish. That's Scottish. Oh, that's we go. Scottish, though. I like that. <laughs> uh, Ocean breeze, a fragrance by debris, the beach without the bother. Oh, that's I'm pretty so sure adorable. That was pretty Scottish. <laughs> I didn't, oh. It's a Welsh person who's lived in Scotland. That's, that's just see, what I gave you. I love that. Okay, so now I would like it emphasis on the product name mm-hmm. and the last word. Okay. Ocean breeze, a fragrance by debris, the beach without the bother. Beautiful. Now, can I have it as a whisper? Ocean breeze, a fragrance by debris, the beach without the bother. Oofed. You just won the job, but we're going to keep going anyway. (laughs) Yes. You have to say that to me. You say that to everyone, I'm sure. (laughs) I would like you to do it like an American princess. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Ocean breeze, a fragrance by debris, the beach without the bother. Brilliant. Now, like Mm -hmm. a matron. Ooh, an American matron? Any kind of matron you like. Okay. Ocean breeze, 
A Fragrance by Debris. The Beach Without the Bother. Marvellous. Hmm. Now a hypnotherapist. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. Hypnotherapist. I can't say it. Hypnotherapist. I've never been hypnotised, side note. Okay, here we go. What's my hypnotist voice going to be? I didn't enjoy it, but yeah. Oh, okay. cool. Yeah. Okay, well, <clears throat> there's a story for another time oh, in there, everyone. Um, uh, let's see. Ocean breeze, a fragrance by breeze, the beach without the bother. <laughs> oh. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Now I want you as an American child. Mm, okay, cool. Um, let's let's make it like like four. No, that's like a six-year-old. Okay. <laughs> Ocean breeze, a fragrance by debris, the beach without the bother. Excellent. And now like a like a like an Australian child. Mm. Ocean breeze, a fragrance by debris. The beach without the bother. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm dying. Too cute. Okay. Now, maximum charm. Oh, okay. Ocean breeze. A fragrance by the breeze. The beach without the bother. Oh, my actual God. Like, that should yeah, be illegal. That was all that voice. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Melted chocolate. Bloody hell. Yeah, sometimes I whip that one out just in the kitchen while I'm cooking with my girlfriend. <laughs> Scares the shit out of her. Oh, I swore. Oh, no, sorry. Please swear away. I, oh. I was thinking about that. Okay, so, yeah, we, we were talking about that. Um, yeah, I, I, I only don't swear on this show because I I, it's, it's You're not so because I'm good. Only because otherwise oh. I could get all my swearing out in one go. I like, like. <laughs> I really could. I'm all about swearing. I just, I tend to trust people who articulate themselves authentically if they can. I agree. Uh, I agree. I, yeah, I, I have a, a naughty habit of swearing that I should break. Oh, look, I can't, you know, it's, it's, I think it's because I grew up in, like, we were totally di di diverging here, but I grew up in a family where I, I talk about duality because I, <laughs> <laughs> very religious father so mm -hmm. i had to be one thing to my father and one thing to another thing to everybody else and i just grew up Aww. swearing like a trooper <laughs> and having older brothers and sisters and my particularly one of my sisters is a is a champion swearer <laughs> and um and i find i find swearing not only normal but um but funny like I just yeah. love, I just kill myself laughing when I hear people using swearing in ways that I find hilariously brilliant. And mm -hmm. you know, Stephen Fry talks about this, how it's just, he, cause he is, he is a genius at putting swear words together that you just mm. kind of like, are just so delightfully brilliant. Anyway, we digress. I'm going to go back to where we were. Um, okay. I've got two more reads for you. Okay. The last Ooh. one is like a mushroom, only cheerier. Oh my god, I love this one. You use this with Chinsia. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Begs the question, why did I not develop a voice for it then? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, um, I am a mushroom. Think like a mushroom. Ocean breeze, a fragrance by debris. The beach without the bother. That was the cutest little mushroom. It was I a very it. polite mushroom. Was very, Just happy to be here. <laughs> very, look, why wouldn't you be? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're a fun guy. 
That's sorry. right. I am a sorry. fun guy. Fun yeah. Guy. Right. Okay, no, here we go. Never apologize. Like, okay, totally. Um, okay, and now, like your first read, please. Ocean breeze, a fragrance by the breeze, the beach without the bother. Nailed it. Woohoo. You nailed it, mate. That's <laughs> nailed it. Oh, yes. what a fun challenge. So when you, uh, like, back in Australia, are you doing commercial work? What are you doing? Like, um, what kind of stuff? So when Sydney opened up from lockdown number one, I was very fortunate to get a lot of commercial auditions and then sometimes voiceover work, which is fabulous. Coming back to Australia, I knew that it would take a little while to get back into the swing of things. Um, And so I booked three commercials in a row, which, side note, is the most commercials I've ever booked in a row. As in appearing in them. Yeah, as in, like, I was uh, Catherine and Heidi, my amazing agents. My amazing agents. Your amazing agents, too. (laughs) We can share them. They're fabulous. Um, Just kept ringing, being like, hey, sit down. We've got more good news. And I'd just be like... (laughs) They heard me happy cry so much that week. So um, after that, I have been auditioning again, voicing again, having a lovely time. Lockdown 2.0 for me has been a bit rougher in terms of work just ceasing. And I understand that it's because um, we need to ensure everyone's safety. So like I'm not sitting around moping, but I do have to be a little creative in how I spend my time because otherwise I would perhaps have a wallow, like feel unhealthy. When I'm bored, I'm unhealthy. Same. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like like it at all. No, No. not even a little bit. So I started to knit. (laughs) You started to knit? I I literally, yeah, I started knitting. Um, I've been warming up my voice every day, like playing music, listening to finance podcasts, going for a big walk every day and saying hello to dogs, just trying to feel normal, man. God, it's 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 a really it is tough. It's a challenge. It's a massive mm-hmm. challenge. I go through I go through phases. I'll I'll make jewelry really intensely Ooh. for like two weeks, and then uh, I'll paint, and then oh, I'll wow. do something else. I mean, doing a podcast has been a wonderful thing to to yeah, because I think it's it gives everybody a lift, and it you know it's nice to it's nice to know that we're all still here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and doing a podcast is no easy feat. It seems like everyone I know is suddenly starting one. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I admire you guys. You're uh, killing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's kind of yeah. I love it. I love it, mm. and I love that 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 if I there was nothing like this when I was an aspiring voice actor, and and mm. I just think it's it's or, an, or you know in this industry at all, it's I think it's just yeah, it's just good to know that you can come into this from any direction. Do you remember what your first mm. um, voice acting job was? Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! It was <laughs> it was the strangest voiceover experience I've ever had, and this is coming from someone who voiced like <laughs> in Vancouver. I voiced some kooky stuff on behalf of um, some Chinese clients regarding communism. Anyway, so Whoa. this is the yeah, it was super strange dubbing. But if they're paying, I'm saying yeah, here we go. And uh, so <laughs> the first experience I had in Australia though was also coincidentally the lovely Matt Dawson's first voiceover and we went there together as you know (laughs) debutantes Uh, and there was another voice actor with us in the booth all three of us were in one booth sharing one microphone and the script was really 
strangely written. I now understand it to have been poorly written. Got it man. wasn't formatted beautifully. They'd just given us a highlighter and like wished us luck. And it was at a really great radio station. I think it was just a um, like a little sample record so they could pitch it to the client. But there was so much overt sexual innuendo in it <laughs> really? that I was like, oh my, is this going to go to air? What is going to happen with that campaign? Like, how are they even selling that product with this much innuendo in it? It was inappropriate. And, you know, plot twist, it didn't go to air, of course. Uh, Uh, It was the strangest experience I've had as a voice artist, and it's all just been uphill from there. That was weird. How funny. Yeah, what a baptism of fire. Utterly. Mm. Oh, my goodness. So how did you? How did it actually happen? Like, because you were acting, but how did you end oh. up getting into oh, actual voiceover yeah. work? Like, I love that you asked this because this means I get to give a shout out to the patron saint of my career, uh-huh. whose name is Peter McCallum. Oh, and, how delightful uh, is he! Every like, time I mention him, someone goes, "Oh, he's just the best. Uh, he's the best person. One he's of the so nicest kind. humans that's ever walked the earth." Genuinely, yep. And And with one of the best T-shirt collections, he's an absolute (laughs) legend. I was in a play with him uh, called Christina in the Cupboard at Tap Gallery, which was a performance space that's no longer in Sydney. It was closed down. It was in Darlinghurst. And um, throughout the rehearsal period and after the shows, he'd say, if you really got to try voiceover, I think that this will be your thing. You've got a really good voice. You should try it. And I kept being like, ah, yeah, I don't know what that is. Maybe. Um, and then at the after party, he sat me down and he had a pen and a napkin and he wrote out literally the steps that gave me my career on a napkin. Really? And he said, you're going to go get a, um, a couple of credits from a university project. Try and contact these people. Uh, they're going to be unpaid, but it'll help you to build up your CV. And then you're going to get a demo from this person. That person will help you write the demo. So don't worry that it's all kind of a made up demo. It's just so that my agent can hear your voice. Then I'm going to give you a reference. Uh, we're going to get a reference from someone you've worked with before as an actor, maybe a couple. And then I'm going to pitch you to the agent. So don't contact her until I've had a word um, that you're an associate of mine and I'll put in a good word for you. And I was like, Huh. Uh, when people tell me to do something, I have one of two reactions. If they're telling me really strongly, you should do this, you should do this, I'm often like, no, thank you. I don't want to watch that film. I don't care how good it is. I'm going to wait till everyone stops telling me how to live my life and I'm going to watch Bob's Burgers for the 14th time. I'm really contrarian. So am I. Oh, are you really? Love oh, I it. love yes. that about you. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Like if someone's like, this is the next big thing, you've got to buy it. I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah. sick. Show it to me in six months' time when it's half the price. I am in no hurry. Absolutely. But um, then, I'm, then I'm a massive advocate for things. Like if I fall I'll in love too. with the show, <laughs> I'm the one annoying everybody else saying, you have to watch Ted Lasso. If you haven't watched Ted Lasso, to- you're an idiot. I yeah. haven't watched Ted Lasso oh, yet. Come but on. Have you watched Squid Game? I started and it. Oh went, my god! And the the shooting put me off. I have to be in the right mood oh, for it. It is incredible, okay. and it's on track. It turns out to be the most popular Netflix production of all time, and I think <gasps> they deserve it. That's how good it is. So Absolutely. I watched the first episode and mm-hmm. just went, I. I can see that this is good, but it terrified me. Yeah, it is scary. It's a scary premise. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so back to back to uh, back yeah. to contrariness, and <laughs> yes. and you were like, so Peter, I I love that you've given me these steps, but uh, often, do I yeah, have to? exactly. If someone suggests something to me, I'm like, nah, nah, nah. No, but 
But if they tell me to do it enough times and then they break it down for me in the steps and then they offer to also give me some kind of reference, I was like, well, okay, maybe I should figure out what voiceover is. What What is this? And uh, his plan was right. He was right. And Kathy Evans, who was my first uh, agent, hired me as soon as she'd met me. And it was amazing. Yeah, yours as well, of course. Yeah. She is just... Oh my God, an angel, an actual everyday saint. I'm so grateful that she took me on. And I was very young to have been a female voice. I think I was 23 or 24. Okay. Right. Yeah. She mentioned that, you know, the first five, six years, you might not get anything because they they're waiting for your voice to sound a bit different. And I was like, okay, cool. And um, that didn't happen. I got little pieces here and there, which was awesome. Yeah, I'm really, really grateful. I think they're also, they also, um, there is a thing about that though i think because you've been through uni you were mature mm -hmm. you, you know like it's it's and clearly articulate i think it depends on the person but also there's a freshness mm. that happens with new new actors new yeah, voices totally that, oh, that absolutely is, is just delightful it really is delightful <laughs> and it, it's yeah. it's gorgeous and it's and it's the sort of thing um that you know it's it's hard to go back and get that why mm. again you know once you've been doing oh, this yeah. for a long time it's really it's quite tough to find that again but for it's, sure it's it is a beautiful thing and if you go in there with you know curiosity and excitement about mm. what you're doing people and people do help you a lot when you yeah there, i think yeah as well. absolutely especially if you're kind and you ask in the right ways you're not just being a pain in the butt or giving expecting something for nothing um no. yeah, yeah i i try to create genuine friendships rather than networking as much as possible. Networking just has felt really um, exchange based. Oh, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. It grates. I don't oh, like it. I'm not good because I'm really rubbish in, uh, no, I just, I, I can't sell myself. I just can't. Like I'm just rubbish at selling myself. So um, that is, is fantastic. I is, did not know that about oh, you. Yeah. Like I'd rather, pull out my eyelashes one by one. Like, <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I have had lash extensions for the better part of my career and I'm going to say ow to that. That is a torturous thing to do. <laughs> Precisely. So, you know, I would, there's so many things I would, I would kill. To, I love promoting other people and other things and other stuff that I believe in, but I, eh, me? No, just mm. no. And I know I have to. And of course I push myself to, to, to pretend to do it every now and then where oh shit i haven't put anything that says i'm actually working anywhere in the world <laughs> maybe i should tell somebody oh i should remind them that i exist whoops i haven't done that in six months yeah i have those moments too like oh, oh. crap i should post something about acting <laughs> whoops well every i gotta say i in in honor of your genius at at social media you Ooh. take a week off every month i just discovered because i was trying to get I to you <laughs> yes it annoys almost everyone uh and uh, except me. It makes no, no, me no. feel sane. Like I you're, love it. You're my new guru for social oh, media. I feel like I I'm love. going to do the same thing. Just <gasps> a week off. Oh, please do. It turns Rip out it you don't miss it. My oh. brain switches into this like ultra present in the moment mode. I get so much done. I notice all the little things that I have skimmed over for example like household chores or like oh man I should really have taken that bag of clothing to the donation box. How have I not done that? It's just yeah. a week where I delete the Instagram app from my phone and I don't go on TikTok much at all. If I do, it's to post a draft and then I just sit back <laughs> and stay off Facebook, stay off all of the things and enjoy. 
So I know you're, you do, you do TikTok and I mm -hmm. have not even looked at TikTok. Um, the Ooh. only reason I know about TikTok is because I know, because it's, um, it's on, like people repost on Instagram. Totally. Yeah. And, but I think, I think I was, my vibe about TikTok was, was just like, oh my God, that's just one too many social medias that I just mm. can't, I, after Twitter, Facebook and, <laughs> and Instagram, I'm like, no more, but I know yeah. I lo you, you love it. I, I remember. Yeah, yeah I sure yeah. do. I don't use Twitter anymore, but for some people, Twitter's still awesome. I don't use Facebook. I keep my Facebook page only to communicate with my blood relatives. Ah. Or people that I've seen, like face-to-face -face seen or spoken to in the last maybe six months. Apart yeah. from that, I don't particularly want all of my acquaintances to have access to me privately anymore. And I think that's more about me being able to say no to unsolicited offers, to um, projects that creep in and seem delightful, but in, in fact end up draining time and yeah. time is so precious and I cannot get that back and I get uh distracted quite easily so I have to do everything I can to put barriers in between in between me and anyone or anything that comes between uh, that might stop my career from progressing so I I can get waylaid real easily mm -hmm. and having a little moment off of social media once a month is a really nice way to reset yeah i Feels good. love that you do that and i think i might employ this Ooh, i think i might yeah. just do it myself because just to take to because i get i just scrolling you know doom scrolling mm -hmm. oh, yeah i was on in because i follow so many interesting things on bloody instagram and like mm -hmm. all these like art galleries and and nature people and mm. photographers and and not to mention all the friends and blah, 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 but I, but so yeah, it's, it's fascinating, but it just mm. an hour later and I'm like, where had just happened? Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> is it really 40 minutes later? And am I still sitting in a towel? <laughs> this is not good. Oh. Put some clothes on. Like just suddenly realizing, boy, I scrolled for a long time, especially if something is going down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My dinner's still in the microwave. Oh, that's so funny. Warming up ages ago. Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> Okay, yeah. well, right now we are going to do something that I just can't wait to hear you. Okay, cool. It's the Nonsense Poetry Jam! Woo-woo! Yeah! So, mm. now this is, a, this is a nonsense poem. Did you have any kind of thoughts about how you would like to do the Nonsense Poetry Jam? You know, I've never um, spoken beat poetry. I've never performed at a poetry jam so i'm just very open to this entire experience Gosh. Thought. Um, mm -hmm. I, I would like to hear you do it with um like i want you okay. to be sort of slightly angry about Ooh. this okay and awesome i will totally give you free reign to do it in whatever accent you like feel free to stay in australian or whatever you'd like okay fabulous Hello me, locust of port, mint and progressive, until film zero north municipality. Frog March, dining, this mention intervenes, lime and verification stock, grumble the finch, or melodrama plantation for hermit. Same willow over past astronomical insomnia, minced then cantaloupe, for silver girth knuckle a blink. 
archive blue cavalier turn it bell mood <laughs> oh i love my real adult job <laughs> what am i doing i don't know <laughs> oh god i love that so much <laughs> that was just gorgeous <laughs> You sounded like you were like, I really, I can't believe you've just made me read these words. That you're so stupid. <laughs> and then, mood. <laughs> mood. Yeah, I know. They are not stupid at all. They are fabulous. Yeah, baby. What can mm. I say? What can I say? Um, <laughs> right. Um, what have we not covered, Sinead? I'm... Oh, my gosh. I feel like... We've done such a deep dive. It's almost been therapy. We've done a very good job. It's cheaper than therapy. It's far cheaper than therapy. I hope I've not been unboundaried or overshared, but I don't believe that I have. <laughs> <laughs> That'll haunt me later. <laughs> believe me. No. It's okay. not, not, and, Ooh. hey, you know, ultimately, it, 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 there's this thing called editing. So, hey, yeah. Know, yes, but I'm, I'm fully it, thinking that this might end up being two episodes because I think I'm going to break oh. it in half and do it that way because, oh, um, wow. yeah. Oh, um, that is an honour. Well, well, I knew you were going to have so much gold information. Because it's funny, I know that when you're in a career, sometimes you don't realise how amazing it is what you've done. And I know for you, you've, you've done everything from commercial work to stage to film and uh, TV series and as well as shed loads of voiceover work, mm -hmm. as well as all the other stuff that you've done in your life. And... Sometimes you just have no idea until somebody goes, you know what, you're extraordinary. Like, and yeah, I certainly do not feel that anything I have done or achieved is remarkable in any way. If anything, it has felt like pushing poo up a hill <laughs> to get somewhere. <laughs> and then just being like, oh, cool, the top of the hill is really pretty. Oh, God, another hill. Okay, here we go. Um, it's been like an exercise in getting back on a horse for the last 10 to 14 years. So um, that's kind of you to reflect that back to me. I have not remarked on my career in a little while. Yeah, thanks. I think it's really good to do it sometimes because mm. it, it, and comparing obviously is we're, we're always told don't compare, don't compare, blah, blah, blah. And, and it's true, you don't. But I think it's more um, just being very present to the fact that if you looked at yourself, say, 18 months ago, what, what you were doing, or looked at yourself um, mm. five years ago, what were you doing five years ago? And just click in on those yeah. on those times in your life and just go, oh my God, I was doing that. Wow, that's extraordinary. Because you don't think back on, mm. on these things very often. But when I was reading your intro and when I was, I was researching what you've been doing, I was like, holy shit, I had no idea for a start that you'd done that much. <laughs> yeah, me either. <laughs> I forget till I have to find my bio for someone. And I'm like, oh, God, that's right. Those things. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and also, never forget that, um, I mean, just just getting any role anywhere, anytime is extraordinary. That's like, true. Perhaps that would be enough to make someone's career. Like, they'd be like, cool, I got one role. Yeah. And, yeah, I've been extremely fortunate and to continue. And they've been dying off it for the rest of their lives. Yeah. That and also... The bravery of just going, you know what? I'm gonna take myself to Canada. And, <laughs> you know, bravery just... is a nice way of putting it. Yes, but it is. <laughs> Come on, that yeah, is super it, brave. It took some guts, especially because I, I really only had my agent. I didn't have any friends there. Yeah. I had 
two business cards uh, of people that I had met uh, coincidentally, one at 3am at a table at Cannes Film Festival, who hadn't been like a, a scheduled introduction or anything. I was just like, that person looks fun. Hello, who are you? <laughs> I'm so rude. It turned out to be the Vancouver Film Commissioner. And um, wow. someone else I sat next to at that same festival, we happened to watch, uh, in my only downtime, a film. And we sat next to each other and she was a director from Vancouver and an assistant director. Uh, and I just basically emailed and texted them until they were my friends. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, love it's that. fun. It's a fun way to meet people. Yeah. Yeah, from I was speaking about how I was a really observant high school student and child. Mm. As I was preparing to transition out and then into the workforce, I tried to get into NIDA a couple of times and I got closer and closer each time. And then I got shortlisted, like down to crunch time shortlisted. And then I didn't get in. I was like, oh, man, there must be another way of doing this in this country or somewhere else. And so I noticed and I had focused on NIDA specifically because it seemed like our biggest, most amazing exports all seemed to come from there or VCA or WAPA. So I thought to be an actor, to be someone who's just gainfully employed, you had to be going through a program uh, that was like a three-year degree course as an actor at NIDA, VCA or WAPA. And then I noticed, well, no, actually some of our exports just leave, get US and UK credits and come back. Well, that's interesting. Uh, Maybe that could be my route. And so instead I focused on different avenues for training like skills courses, um, casting director workshops to build up my rapport and hopefully get me into doors of rooms that I would like to audition for here um, just to up my chances of maybe being cast in something. And then it, it turned out that I ended up working with a bunch of people who had been through NIDA, WAPA and BCA and I was often cast alongside them. Turns out I didn't need those specific credits on my resume at all I did need skills and training and I think that training for actors and for voice artists is a lifelong thing we're never gonna just be ready and done so agree yeah (laughs) Yeah. um but then I was fascinated to see that some people who came out of those courses weren't huge exports and didn't make it big time and ended up doing other things that were not acting related so I'm really glad that I didn't get in yeah funny isn't it yeah yeah yeah, I'm all for anything that gets you to where you want to be, if you know what I mean. And Totally. And, like, for me, I think um, I know that there's skills that I really want to improve and mm-hmm. some of those you can improve just by experience and some of them you really need coaching. And dialect coaching mm-hmm. is actually one area that I would I'd love to improve on my accent work just to mm-hmm. – because for no other reason other than, you know, when you're quite good at something but <laughs> – you're not really like <laughs> nailing it. <laughs> yes, I do understand that experience. And for me, my area that I have been working on uh, consistently with the fabulous People's Princess Felicity Jurd. God, I love her. As she God, just she's helped me as well, by the way. Such yes. a good human man. Yeah. I have a lot of time for that woman. Yeah. Um, she's been coaching me on narration reads and different narration uh-huh. styles. Because I would really love one day to move into audiobooks and narration. I think that sounds like fun. I'm so surprised that you're not already doing that, actually. No, I've submitted some voice tapes, and this is where the grit that developed for me not getting into drama school came in handy. I've been submitting voice tapes for narration for maybe five, six years. (laughs) I haven't booked one, but I'm going to keep doing it. (laughs) Ah, interesting. Okay. (laughs) 
All right. Yeah. yeah that's it'll happen. It's just about it to happen. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. So are you um I know from when you were reading these scripts, which are short, but you're very good clearly at sight reading. Like, oh yeah, thankfully. <laughs> I learned how to do that from the fabulous Rick Herbert who uh, taught me as soon as I was signed to Kathy, she suggested I go and see him for some classes and he was fabulous. Here's another one. Here's another mm-hmm. one. My, yeah, Rick and I, have, uh, we, we go back a long way. We were both doing a lot of um, commercial work together years and years oh, ago wow. when, I was, when I was first yeah. starting out and he was so kind to me. Oh my God. He's incredible. He's a really good human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a very good human being, yes. There's a lot of people who, have, who credit a lot of their success in this in the voiceover world with having lessons with Rick is brilliant. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Well, look, um, I think it's come to the time where I'd love to hear what you have to oh, read. Fabulous! I'm oh, so yes. excited that you asked us to bring something. I'm so excited that you're excited. Oh my god! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Uh, so I have brought a poem. Naturally, I love poetry. I write poetry and I read a lot of poetry. Could I find even one poem that was upbeat that I had written? No. (laughs) I write a lot of really dark stuff and that's okay. It's got to go somewhere. Uh, So I brought you a poem by Rumi today. Oh, God. Rumi's. This. Oh, I love this piece so much. So this is A Gift to Bring You by Rumi. You have no idea how hard I've looked for a gift to bring you. Nothing seemed right. What's the point of bringing gold to the gold mine or water to the ocean? Everything I came up with was like taking spices to the Orient. It's no good giving my heart and soul because You already have these. So, I've brought you a mirror. Look at yourself and remember me. Ugh. Hmm. It's nice, huh? It's so good. Thank you. You're welcome. That That was a gift. (laughs) It really was. (laughs) It is. Her poetry is such a gift. Yeah. Yeah. She's special. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Sinead. It's Kathy. <laughs> Sinead Curry, this is your life. Kathy Ogden, thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you so much for sharing so beautifully about so many aspects of your life. Thanks, Kathy. Thank you so much for helping me to share my story with some people. And I love that you have held space for me to just be authentic. My actual self, not the one that I thought was so important when I was a 24, 25 year old actor, like who I thought I needed to be. No, no, I've thrown that out the window. (laughs) I'm 31, I'm too old for that. I just get to be myself now. And thank you so much for hearing me. You're 31, (laughs) oh my gosh. I am, yeah. You're a child, you do realize that. I I am a fetus, yes. Like that is, that is what I am. 31, honestly, 30s are the best. I know, I'm so excited. They're so fun. The 30, honestly, it's when you start, you really are who you are. And it's it's a wonderful thing. And just accepting your uniqueness and everything. I I just love what you would, I mean, you've just given me so much. But what that riff, when you were talking about duality, 
um, mm. I just wanted to let you go. I felt there were so many things I wanted to jump in and go, oh, my God, I so get you. That's oh, my, because wow. I just, I just, yeah. So, and I love that you're so thoughtful and you're clearly extremely deep thinker. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Which is, I am so deep. My brain is always working on roughly 16 things at once. And that's awesome. It's not for everyone, but it is for me. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's why you're a very, it's one of the skills of being an actor, I think, is to be, is to be that. That's why mm. actors are such interesting people. I agree. Aren't we fascinating? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like yeah. super fascinating. Uh-huh. And I think also having adversity and, and not feeling like you fit in particularly in early life and all through your life, often just creates some of the most interesting humans. Yeah, I think so too. Adversity, not fitting in, feeling like an outcast or an outsider, or I even identified for a really long time with that uh, Herman Hess book, Steppenwolf. I was just like, I'm not for this world. I'm not for the people. I have all of these huge emotions. I don't know what to do with them. And I mean, a lot of my own chaos was created by me. I just didn't know any other way to go about life. Uh, and then I got some help and realized actually, no, all of, <laughs> all of this can be a superpower as long as I'm not hurting myself or others. As long as I am um, sticking to like a healthy path, I can have an amazing life and I deserve just as much as anyone else to find my people. And they are there. It's just yeah. really hard to see that when you're a teenager yeah. and maybe feeling a bit like you're different. No, nope, your people are there. They're just around the corner. They really are. They mm. really are. And, and it's extraordinary how as you, as you go through life, you end up with the people who uh, become your family around you, whether they're yeah. you know, related to you or not. <laughs> I think I, think I um, yeah, I've, I've been finding it here and I, I didn't nice. necessarily think I would. And I think it's, and it's, it's, through, it's through this. It's through the voiceover acting community. Um, yeah. And who knew? I mean, I think I knew, but from the outside, who would, who knew that it was full of people who were actually going to be happy for each other? And I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very supportive place to be. Huh? It really is. Yeah. I just, it's just a beautiful thing because we yeah. kind of, we get each other. We get. Absolutely. We get the highs, the lows, the in-betweens and the, what the hell do I do to actually make myself stay positive? And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's a good community. Yeah. I agree. And I think that nine out of 10 of the people that you come across in Australia in acting and voice land, they're good people. They're just Seriously. fun weirdos who want to have fun. And fun have weirdos. Time. Oh, they're my great. God. Strange I went on people a T-shirt. Oh, my God. fun right? weirdo. I can make merch for your show. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one rotten egg who's comparing and they're bitter, but they're pretending to be happy to get contacts and slide into DMs. And I'm just always like, <laughs> that, yeah. that person always makes my skin crawl. And I can now thankfully spot them a mile off, especially uh, and alongside anyone who says, that they can make something happen in your career. Oh, that God. also is like massive red flag behavior. Yeah. You, no one can make another person's career. You can work towards it with a plan with someone's help, but like it's your career. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's interesting because you do, yeah, people, people I think don't, don't understand, uh, you know, when, when they're, when they're trying to get into this world or whatever, they think that they're supposed to be out there pushing mm. you know mm-hmm. hi i think oh. you're i think you're great um can you help me you know they may as yeah. well just say what can you Where'd do you get me? your demo yeah, yeah. totally what, can you tell what, me how you wrote those scripts for me yeah, all that stuff. yeah but and and that's you know that's just 
all part of growing up and <laughs> and learning to not do that I think yeah. in some cases and I've seen people go through that stage and come out the other end and not, yeah, totally. and end up not being like that but it's yeah. it's hard because I think I think you're told that you've got to be you know take every opportunity you've got to yeah. you know get out there and hustle and actually that might work for some people I don't mm. know but I don't know how, I don't personally know how to genuinely and authentically hustle in adverted commas as in go out there and get get work for myself and blah blah yeah i don't it, it's for me it's a much more about uh, what can i bring to this situation this person mm. this job this audition this mm -hmm. agent this whatever it is what can i bring yeah. to them yeah and i think that's the attitude that eventually if you can get in that space it's like it's it's a totally different headspace it's not instead of what can i get from you you're giving the vibe of what can i give you yes 100 percent. how can i win the room how can i make sure they all laugh yeah by the time i leave yeah that'll exactly. make sure i'm memorable doesn't really matter if they cast me or not yeah, yeah exactly far more there's far more generosity of spirit in that than this like take 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 weird thing that you're pushed into when you first starting out yeah um and often i've noted it perpetuated by acting classes and acting schools as if we're all <laughs> competing for one job oh, like regardless gosh. of gender or um cultural background it's as if we have to fight to the death we don't have to fight to the death no it's gonna work out for some people for yeah. other people they'll find an even better path yeah That's so it. true so oh my God. so true <laughs> It really is. I mean, mm. it's and it's often it's often at that point where you're like, I know we're going, sister. We're still talking when we were just saying goodbye, but you know. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's so often gets to a point where you're like, you know what? I can't. I just can't. No. I can't, yeah. I can't, I'm exhausted. I'm I exhausted. I can't get out of bed, and then the phone rings. It's like, guess what? You just Always. got the phone. <laughs> Always. I know that happened with you with Nancy Drew. Oh, but it's basically happened time gone, and time Bang. again. Yeah. Yeah. Again and again. As soon as I give up and just let myself enjoy the moment, watch some TV, do some knitting, then yeah. the phone will ring. Yeah. If I am frantically brainstorming and trying desperately to make contacts and shuffle things around and make it all happen, it's not going to work. Uh, and the really moment I not. stop worrying about being paid or something, then yeah. I get paid for lots of work. You know what I mean? It's all about being <gasps> so present. So true. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to let you go and be present okay. with the rest of your life. Thank you very much. Thank you so day. much for having me. Enjoy yes. it. Um, I would love to catch up in person sometime very soon. Oh, yeah. Yes, please. Let's do it yes, now that it's, it's almost legal. It's le almost legal to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't oh, wait. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah, I think I'm going a little great. bit nutty now that lockdown's nearly over. But anyway. Mm, me too. <laughs> right. Right. Thank you. I'm going to do a sensible outro now that I can actually Fair. use. All right. Okay. <laughs> Sinead Curry, it has been a delight and a pleasure, and you are a delight and a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast. My pub, my pubcast. That's another one. We're going to do a pubcast all about beer. It's the same podcast. We just get hammered. It's just everyone at the pub. Thank you so much for having me, Kathy. It has been my absolute pleasure chatting to you today. All right, my lovely. Goodbye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to Voice Over Voices. Scripts and concept by Kathy Ogden. Music produced by Grant Windsor and written by Jeff Franzel and Kathy Ogden. If you want to get in touch, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Voice Over Voices Podcast. If you like this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe so more people can find us. Be kind. Mm -hmm.